is Rachel. Welcome to A Note of Daring, a podcast curious about how we as humans navigate our lives. I'm delighted you are here. Today, it is just me. I'm going to be sharing a little bit about my month in Spain. I spent the entire month of August living in Valencia, Spain, a city on the beach on the east coast of Spain, kind of south of Barcelona. And I'm going to talk about my approach to planning, how I prepared, what it was like living there, a little bit of the how I balanced the doing all the fun things with work, kind of how much money I spent, and kind of just general reflections about my trip there. So rewinding to earlier this year, I got it into my mind that it would be cool to spend a month living in Europe. I was looking at different programs because I didn't want to do it by myself. I wanted a bit of structure built in, local resources, community, people to people to do stuff with. There's a company called Remote Year, which I'd been following for several years. They have a bunch of different trips around the world for longer times, but they also offer one-month trips to probably a dozen different countries around the world, several of them in Europe. They have Lisbon, they had split Croatia, and they had Valencia, Spain. Valencia was on the ocean, which is one of the reasons I chose it. It's Spain, it's Europe. I just thought it'd be really cool. So I ended up signing up for the four-week trip in March, and then I added an extra week a couple weeks later. So I ended up being in Spain from July 30th till September 2nd. So about, I think, 35 days is what I added up to be. And it was wonderful. The city is really pretty. It was hot, but I like the heat and sunshiny. There was one afternoon it rained, and it was just a really cool experience. So why did I choose Remote Year? I think I just mentioned this, but I liked the program that they had because there was a community, there's a community organizer that was there on site. They provided all the housing. Like we lived in an apartment building that had rentals in it. You know, they rented an apartment. So I had a roommate, which was fine. And everyone in the program, there's about 13, 12 or 13 of us there in August lived in the same building, so it was easy to get together and just text someone in the WhatsApp group and say, hey, do you want to go to the roof and get a drink? Do you want to go out and have dinner? Who's interested in doing something? So I really liked that. And they also provided a co-working space, and I also got an external monitor from them for the month, which was great because then I took my Mac Mini and could kind of get set up for like a pretty comfortable work experience. I didn't work a ton, but that's that's I'll talk about that in a second. But one of the reasons I chose August was because I didn't have a lot of client work. So I knew I wouldn't really have to deal with the time zones. And I just thought it would be like a cool place to be there. Summers, July and August, tend to be slow for me work-wise. And so I was really going to just lean into it this year and try a new place and try exploring a new city and a new language and new culture and things like that. Another approach that I, or another reason... I thought about Valencia and Spain is because I'd been to Europe a good amount. Like I'd been to Barcelona and other places in Europe. And so I decided I didn't really want to do a touristy approach. I wasn't going to really travel much outside of the city. I did end up going to Ibiza, which was a lot of fun, but mostly I just stayed in the city. I'd made that decision early because that's what I wanted to do. 
So after I had booked my trip, I got a flight. I ended up flying from Raleigh to Paris and then Paris to Valencia because that was the most direct path. It was a little bit more expensive than other options, but there's fewer connections. And so I, I chose convenience over slightly cheaper. It wasn't even that much cheaper options. And yeah, I was ready to go. The other thing I started doing was I got Babbel and started learning Spanish. I do know French fairly well, and I've had a bit of Spanish smatterings in the past, but I signed up for Babbel and was pretty consistent with it. I even got the upgraded version where I got live classes. And so I did those about once a week, and that was really helpful just to get more comfortable with the language and a little bit able to converse. My goal really was to be able to order food and read the menu and maybe get some of the, you know, interactions with the grocery store clerks and things like that. And it was pretty successful. So I'm glad I started doing that. And I do think I'm going to keep doing it. One of the other big preparation things I needed to think about was getting care for my dog, Devin. I ended up asking a friend of mine if she would watch him and another friend kind of as backup. And so between the two of them, he was staying and I think was taken care of. It was, a month was a long time. And I think in the future, I might just do something like Rover. Just a month is a long time. And that was something I was worried about. Another part of preparation that I thought about was what I wanted my experience to be like. Like, how much did I want to work? How much did I want to explore? Like, what kind of things did I want to do? And a couple of things on the list was I wanted to go scuba diving. I wanted to do water things like beaches and sailing and snorkeling and stuff like that. And I also wanted to just be open to the different adventures and activities that popped up. And that was a really cool expectation to set. And countering that, I was pretty, I guess, low on my expectation about how much work I was going to get done. Realistic. I was more realistic about how much work I was going to get done. I had some creative projects, which I really wanted to focus on. But I I mean, again, one of the reasons I chose August, because I didn't have a ton of client work and I wasn't going to worry about it. I was going to let it be what it was going to be. And I think those are really realistic expectations to set. And I think it worked out pretty well. One of the last things I did was packing. I ended up taking a suitcase and my kind of bigger carry-on backpack because most, well, not mostly, but I did end up taking my scuba diving boots and fins and my snorkeling fins and snorkel and a beach towel. So that, you know, took up a little bit of volume, which if I'd been traveling around more, I probably wouldn't have taken that much stuff, but I wasn't, so I could. I also took my desktop, my mini Mac, and a little bit more cords and gear because I wanted to set up an actual workstation at the co-working space. I was able to rent a monitor, an external monitor, so I had the kind of a nice big screen. So I actually was maybe pretty comfortable doing the work that I was wanting to do. Otherwise, I just, once I was packed, I got there and we got checked in or just got into our apartments you know, the first week was a little bit of orientation, welcome dinners. Well, the group was fun. We went out a lot and like would just go to dinner, go to drinks, things like that, explore the city. So that was a lot of fun. I also rented a bike the first week I was there, which 
I really think might have been my favorite thing. Valencia had really good bike paths and there was this river park, no river, but it used to be a river, but it was a really nice green space and it was a really flat city too. So biking was really easy. I biked to the beach a couple times and back to the co-working space. I just wander around on my bike exploring. Definitely a highlight and one of my favorite things. While I was there, I also did like a lot of activities. The program had different ones we could have signed up for, like silk painting, um, a flamenco show, a couple day trips, things like that. And I just did opted into all of the things and I really enjoyed it. So another question I got was, what was it like or how was it to put the right amount of work and fun in? And I thought about this a lot and I think I mentioned this a little bit with my expectations but I did also try and get a loose routine going I actually bought a yoga mat on like the second or third day I was there so I could do yoga in my room I'd make breakfast and then usually go outside and wander about in the morning if I didn't have an activity and then do a couple hours in the afternoon at the co-working space working on projects or whatever it was I was wanting to do And I think that was helpful. I definitely leaned more into the fun part uh, with activities and adventures and things like that. Ended up working about probably about 35 or 40 hours in the month. And I wanted to maybe do a little bit more on creative projects, but halfway through, I I wrote about this in my Substack called Catalyst Atlas, if you want to check it out. I like the idea of if not now, when? I think there's two ways to read into that. The if not now is kind of the carpe diem, like I'm in Spain, it's beautiful weather, I have a bike, be out on the bike, go to the beach, experience the city, things like that. And I did kind of lean into that. But the other part of that was when. When was I going to do what? One of the things I did want to do was be more consistent with writing and publishing So I would write on Fridays and schedule to be published on Mondays. And I really stuck to that. And that was one of the things I really, really stuck to. And it created a bit of structure for me. But there were some other projects where I decided to move them to a forward when. So I was either when I got back or just a different time. And I think the balance of that worked out well. And it was a good practice in leaning into and just letting a break be a break and letting me follow my energy, whether my energy took me to the beach or on a bike ride or to work on a creative project. Another question I got was, are my creative juices flowing after some downtime? And I would say yes. I think that was going back to the question before this was just letting myself be open and not stressing about the ebb of work and client work that I had and not being too frustrated or pressure myself too much with the amount of time I was putting on creative projects. And what that meant was that when things started picking up the last week with some client projects and even personal projects and coming back into the September back in the U.S., I was ready. I was ready to dive in and I think my creative energy was flowing and that was really nice. So kind of a last thought that I want to share is kind of just a recap of the money because it was a bit of an expensive trip. I mean, comparatively to other things, I guess, but 
Quickly recapping it, the remote year program, which included housing, was about $4,000. The flight was about $1,500. My scuba trip was, my scuba day, was about $170 with different renting a car and paying for the scuba diving and things. Ibiza was about $745, which was a lot of fun. Various adventures and things like that was about $1,200. Food, I probably spent about $450 more than I spend at home, which is pretty accurate because I did eat out a lot and my grocery bills were a lot less because I did not eat in a lot. I spent about $600 boarding my dog Devin. I did have about $950 in credit card rewards that I kind of applied to this trip. So the total was just under $8,000 for... 35 days in Spain, a trip to Ibiza, lots of activities, lots of fun. I think it was worth it. I really enjoyed it. Going forward in the future, I might do things a little bit differently. You know, you always learn. I did enjoy it though. But I also like the idea of spending a couple weeks residential somewhere. I like that experience a lot. And I like being by the water. And I was thinking about doing something with better water. Because one thing I didn't really research, and once I there, I realized, is that Valencia is not actually a good snorkeling or scuba diving place. I had enjoyed the one place I went, but it's not something I'd want to go multiple times. And so a prettier place might be somewhere in the Caribbean or just other places. So that's something to think about. I think a couple final thoughts are that... It's very realistic that I need to kind of organize my days with a bit of structure, either either with activities or a bit of a routine. And I really like the socialness of that. And that's something I want to continue to work on is just seeking socialness wherever I am. And leaning into the summer break, I think, was a good idea. And even though I had expectations of working a bit more, I definitely did not have expectations of working full time. But I think it worked out. Like the balance worked out pretty well. I was able to advance some projects I wanted to do. And just, I spent a lot of time thinking about different projects, which was a hard thing to capture time-wise, but also was very helpful. So yeah, that's a bit about my month in Spain. And I hope you enjoy the show. I hope you enjoyed the show and got a new idea learn something interesting, or maybe just feel connected. If you liked it, I invite you to share this show with one person and take a moment to rate and review it online. I'm your host, Rachel Thompson. You can find me online at Rachel B. Daring on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks for listening to a Note of Daring podcast. Until next time.